This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. Yep, it's another episode. <laughs> How are you guys all doing today? I know for me, I'm doing just just okay today. I'm doing all right. I'm doing dandy. I'm just glad I at least was productive today. <laughs> for once, I was productive because all I had was one thing to do today, which was just give a little girl a lesson because I also work part-time at a um, music company. I'm like a music instructor, so I give vocal lessons and piano lessons, but I've been mainly doing this one little girl, so I had her today, and she's always a little cup of tea. She's like the sweetest little girl, and every single time I go there, like she always tells me the wildest little stories in middle school, which I didn't think there would be so much drama in middle school, but there sure is. She be telling me things, that that sweet girl, (laughs) but um, yeah that that was the majority of my day that and then being productive which that involved me actually putting my laundry away yeah I've had like clean clothes for weeks and I just haven't put them away like when I tell you I have two hampers I have a dirty hamper and then I have a clean hamper so exactly what I said is exactly what it means like I have a dirty pile which that eventually gets washed, which is great. (laughs) And then I have a clean pile that sits there until I want to put them away, until they've piled up enough where I'm like, yeah, it's time to go. It's time to to get back where you're supposed to be. (laughs) So yeah, that's how my day kind of was so far. Um, This episode is going to be a long episode, So I'm going to try to get into it as soon as I possibly can. But before I do that, if you are new here, I'm very happy that you're here. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about what this podcast is about. So it's all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 with 3 And you spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E. Or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores and you spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Story should be up to 500 words or less. And if you want to send an audio voice message in instead of typing out your story, then you can absolutely do that. Just please keep it up to five minutes max. Thank you. So... Now we're going to get into the story today. So in last week's episode, we did like one big story. And guess what? This is going to be one big story again. (laughs) But the only difference is this is not going to be a listener story. This is going to be my story. And this is a really crazy, long, wild story about one of my exes, which I don't know if I entirely count him as an ex because... We dated for a week. We were like in an official relationship for a week. So 
I don't really count it. <laughs> we had been in like the talking stage for like three months, but other than that, I wouldn't really label it as like serious. But what happened sure was serious. It was definitely something um, if you read by the title. So yeah, the title literally says his parents wouldn't shake my hand because I'm black. Um, yeah, I really debated telling this story like spilling my own tea like that I strongly debated it because I was nervous about any like weird backlash or like family members reaching out to me or even him reaching out to me or his you know people that he knows um but at the end of the day this is my story to tell and I deserve to tell it therefore I'm gonna tell it how I damn well please do so I'm gonna be sharing this story and I may block him and, and all of his friends I may block them um, but this story happened, like, months ago. It was over the summer, so, um, I would hope he doesn't give a shit about me anymore. I would hope that. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're gonna get into this story. So, I'm gonna give you guys a quick little backstory, or try to give you a quick little backstory, because, you know, when I say it's a backstory, it's not, like, that quick, but we'll try. Um, before I had met this guy... Um, a few years ago, I was actually walking in the park with my dog and I bumped into my friend from high school and she was walking her dog too, but she was with two guys. And at the time I didn't think too much into it, but I found one of them cute. And now like he wasn't like the most amazing looking guy I've ever seen, but he was cute enough for me to remember him or at least like I thought so. Anyways, um, him and I kind of like briefly said hi to each other, but we didn't think too much into our interaction. So like a year later after that whole interaction, that same girl from high school that I bumped into, like we actually decided to get together and reconnect and catch up on a lot of things. So we were catching up and we started to get into the topic of like love and romance. So I was telling her about my love life, whatever, yada, yada, yada. Because I was, you know, trying to <laughs> kind of like spice things up. Like I was looking to go on dates. And so I was just expressing to her like how I was feeling because for once I wanted to just go on like nice dates rather than rushing into something. I was actually looking to take my time and that's what I was really interested in at the time. So uh, we were kind of bonding over that of just wanting to do that. I mean, she was in a relationship, but she just understood where I was coming from, right? And so she kept showing me like some of her friends that she wanted to set me up with actually. And I wasn't into any of them. And on top of it, like they were all in the army. And you know how army men are already. Yeah, I, I don't think I need to say any more there. <laughs> They're obviously super toxic, and a lot of them are usually cheaters. So I most definitely wasn't going to do that to myself. But um, while she was bringing up all these people, I just so happened to remember the guy from the year before who I had bumped into at the park while she was walking her dog, and it was him. And I now know that the, it was him and his brother that was with her. And as soon as I mentioned him she was like oh my god him like he's so sweet and so as soon as she said it in that way I was like oh shit like that that's great like that means he's gonna be a sweet nerdy guy and I can take my sweet ass time and maybe we'll end up really liking each other but I was just like looking forward to us just 
you know, taking our time. I was not looking for a relationship. I wasn't looking for anything in particular. I just wanted like a nice meaningful connection and just actually seeing where it would go, like just actually seeing the flow of it. I wasn't um, overanalyzing or rushing. I just was actually taking my time, which is hard to do because not everybody does take their time. (laughs) And that's just true in this day and age. It's a mix. Sometimes people might take their time and then sometimes people might absolutely fucking not. Or they don't even put any time or effort into a, a relationship or um, a flirtationship or any type of romance. Like, you know, it's just, it's different in this day and age. It is. But anyways, within that same weekend, um, she actually invited me out with her and her friend group. And he was in that friend group too. So... Um, that's when I met him. I met him that weekend. Now, like when I first met him, I was nervous to meet him because I thought maybe I'd have to be carrying the whole conversation, but it turns out we were actually just fine. We like immediately clicked. And honestly, I'm convinced it's because he was a Libra. Now I don't base everything off of, um, star signs, but I definitely think it plays a role. I usually tend to get along with Libras. Like my mom's also a Libra, but yeah, I don't know. I always tend to really click super fucking well with Libras, whatever. They just love me for some reason. <laughs> but back to the story. Um, we were joking around a lot and getting to know each other and talking about what we do for a living. We were also getting into some cool topics. Honestly, I felt super comfortable talking to him like immediately. And that's what I really liked about him when I first met him. Like not once did I feel judged. He was also super funny, charming and endearing at the time. You know what I thought back then. (laughs) Um, And I do still think those qualities probably exist in him but I do think he has a lot more to learn but I'll get there in just a sec with this story so we ended up exchanging numbers that night and he asked for mine and I gave it to him whatever it took him three days to message me and when he did message me he told me oh I had so much fun on Saturday night I'd like to see you again when when are you free so I told him I'll be available by the end of the weekend and so we planned something to do And now we were originally going to just do dinner, but I thought to myself, well, like, why would we just do dinner? Like, that's kind of boring. Like, I don't know about you, but I just, dinner feels like so serious to me. And I know it's supposed to be like kind of like serious, like it's intimate, but like, I don't know. The idea of us just going straight to dinner is kind of a lot. I feel like you usually need an activity to kind of fill it up beforehand because I feel like with an activity you see a little bit more of a person and when it's dinner you're sitting there looking at each other in the eyes talking while eating and it's just a lot for me. (laughs) I feel like an activity breaks the ice a little bit more where if you do an activity first and then dinner then you can joke around and talk about the activity that you did. Now, um, I don't think we did dinner, but like we did, actually, no, we did, we did. I think we did dinner before actually, which is ironic because of what I just said, but still you get what I'm saying. Um, Anyways, I, I always feel like activity and dinner is a good combination because it gives you something to talk about on the date. 
of like, oh, I'm so excited to do this activity. You're like, oh, that was so fun that we did that. Yada, yada, yada. But um, going back to this story, sorry, you know, I tend to get off track for a sec. Um, But anyways, so I actually suggested that we go to a planetarium. And I was really debating suggesting this because I thought maybe he would think that it's weird. So before I even asked him, I actually asked my friend who set us up and she reassured me that he was also just as nerdy as me. And she said that he would definitely love that. So I brought it up to him and she was right. Like he loved that. We ended up having like a really good time actually. Uh, The only thing though is that after that first date, I'm not gonna lie, I was already kind of feeling slightly unsure. But at the same time, I had a really good time. Now, you guys are gonna... Don't judge me for this. I'm being so real here. So now... The reason I was unsure is because I wasn't sure if he was really my type or not. Like, I wasn't used to going after someone that wasn't my type, and it felt weird to me. Now, this is going to sound funny, but I just noticed that my usual type, I tend to be into brunette men. I don't know what it is about those brunette men, but they are just, like, they're so fine to me. Like, I just love dark features. I love when a man is tall and has dark brown, thick hair, brown eyes, light brown eyes, even though that's, oof. And when they have, like, a small build to them, this is just, like, my personal preference. Like, I don't know, like, small build, slight muscular, I just that's just my that's what my type is I don't know I'm like crazy attracted to that I think all men are good looking in their own way and everybody has their own type and I'm not saying I wouldn't be into any other man but my typical type is that um that's kind of just like uh my preference but truthfully (laughs) when a guy has a dark features when they have dark features is woo I love that love that but anyways this man that I was seeing, he was blonde, which, like I said, it's not my usual type, but I was more interested in his personality than anything, and the reason why I was interested is because I actually felt like we had clicked, like, that was, it was great, it was, you know, it was a breath of fresh air, I felt like we had good chemistry and good conversation, and, like, when I was going into that date with him and just getting to know him, my main concern was wanting to establish a friendship first. So I wasn't stressing too hard. And I felt like we definitely had established that. I just feel like it's important to establish a friendship first because that's what keeps, you know, a relationship lasting. When you start based off romance, Um, you start to notice things way later and you don't know how to be friends. It just gets kind of like really confusing because you have to figure out a way to adjust yourself to someone because you didn't start as friends. You started as lovers with more of a physical attraction and the sexual chemistry and intimacy rather than the actual conversation that makes you friends first, if that makes sense. Like if you start off as lovers, you're kind of getting straight to the romance but I feel like there should be buildup that leads to romance, kind of like foreplay, but (laughs) um, not every conversation needs to be sexual. I feel like you need someone to stimulate your mind. I feel like having genuine good conversation is really important to deepening your connection, and then that deepens the romance levels too. 
So personally, I prefer to start off as friends first. And it took me a while to learn that. And that's why I wanted to do it with him because it had actually, it, it had been a while for me since I've gone out into the dating world. And I didn't have the intention of actually wanting to be in a relationship just yet. I just wanted to go on a date and have a meaningful conversation. And he brought that out of me and he made me want to take that to the next level. So yeah, but it was definitely confusing for me because like I said, he wasn't my full type. Um, like even on the first date, um, I am not going to lie. When I was looking at him, I was kind of like, um, I don't know, because when I first met him, you know, like when my friend like introduced us, like before we went on a date, when I first met him, it was nighttime. And you know how sometimes people look really good at nighttime because there's a different type of lighting and it dims their flaws. <laughs> this sounds so mean. So like, because I saw him in the daylight, I was kind of like, what the fuck? Like, it, it, that sounds so mean, but I'm being so real and raw here. Like, I'm being real. He just didn't look the same. And like, he, he styled his hair differently too, like completely different because he was trying to, I guess, like impress me by styling it and, and slicking it back. But it didn't look good, to be honest, because it like brought out everything and Oh, I feel so mean that I'm being real honest. He just didn't look great, but I was more focused, like I said, on the connection. Yeah, but that was one of the reasons I was unsure. And I know that might sound shallow, but like I said, I'm just being honest because, I mean, wouldn't you want to be attracted to someone you're going on a date with, right? And it's not that I wasn't attracted at all, but I was just very unsure with where my feelings were lying because I wanted my feelings towards him to match up emotionally and physically, you know? So it wasn't fully matching. I had the emotional part, but I was unsure about the physical part. And that sucks to say, but it's just what I was feeling. <laughs> Anyways, that date ended up going pretty well for the most part. But he was also inexperienced when it came to sexuality. Like, the only thing he had ever done was kiss somebody. He hadn't done anything else. Meanwhile, I have hooked up with a good amount of people. And I've also been in two serious relationships. But I've only had sex with one person. Now, the person that I had sex with was when I was 17. And of course, like, we did it multiple times. But it's been five years now for me since I've done that. So a girl has cobwebs, okay? It's been five years. But anyways, um, the point is our levels of sexual experience was very different. However, I was still open to that because at the same time, even though we had different levels, doesn't mean that he's going to perform badly. And it doesn't mean that he doesn't know as much because the point of love and romance and starting a relationship is learning to know each other in all forms. And I believe even if somebody doesn't have a whole bunch of experience, it doesn't mean that they can't learn the ins and outs of you and like what pleasures you. Because the thing is, either way, even if I were to meet someone who has a ton of sexual experience, they still don't know how to pleasure my body to my liking in that specific way either. The same way if I meet someone brand new, I wouldn't know how to properly pleasure them the way that they like it. So it doesn't matter how much experience you have, you're always going to have to learn how to pleasure somebody to their liking. 
But anyways, we continued going on more and more dates, and he got more and more comfortable with releasing that sexual tension that was building up between us, but we still didn't do anything other than just kiss. Like, we've gotten touchy before, but nothing further than that, just because he wasn't really quite ready, and I didn't want to push him, and maybe that sounds kind of, like, funny, but I don't think it should be, like, a funny thing. I feel like it should be a little more normalized because if it were the other way around where a girl didn't have as much experience, I would hope, like, I would hope that a man would be respectful and not push her the same way for anybody if they didn't have a sexual experience. You never want to make anybody feel uncomfortable and it should be more normalized to want to respect somebody's sexual boundaries regardless of their gender, you know? Like, it should always be a priority to respect that and it shouldn't be something that should be like made fun of or belittled um yeah but as i got to know this guy more and more over time i really did start to have strong feelings for him and i liked the amount of respect that he showed for me but there were some things that were definitely off at times um so here's where it gets interesting because it seems fine until this happens so I remember about a month into us talking actually he briefly mentioned how he showed his mother a picture of me and she asked why I wasn't white <laughs> now I tried not to think too much into it at the time because he had never said anything racist towards me and he had never acted racist anytime I described anything when it came to my culture like he always made me feel comfortable and always hyped me up and we had talked about our own viewpoints and everything, and I didn't see any red flags about him as a person when it came to that stuff. I felt, like, really comfortable for the most part, especially because the friend who introduced us was also a minority. So that's why I felt even more comfortable. Like, I, I thought it was okay because she was friends with him for a long time. Therefore, I felt very safe at first. So when I heard that being said about me, um, it definitely raised a lot of red flags, but the way I saw it was, well, I'm dating him and not his mom, and if she were to meet me, who knows, like, maybe that opinion or that feeling might change, and I was obviously wrong. <laughs> um, I think I had a lot of expectations when it came to that, because I had gone to predominantly white schools my whole life. Like, my parents sent me to private Catholic schools, so honestly, and it sounds like sad to say, but I was already used to being around a bunch of white people that were kind of ignorant or racist. Not saying they all were, but I was used to growing up around a lot of people like that. So it kind of felt normal to me to see or hear about any form of racism or ignorance because, I mean, I grew up with that. I grew up with that completely. And some of the friends that I had, or like even classmates, like their parents were kind of like that, but they always treated me with respect. So I kind of really didn't give a fuck, to be honest, about what his mother had to say about me, because I was already used to like that weirdness, that like awkwardness. I was honestly just like, oh, okay, whatever, like, another ignorant ass white person, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not in a fucked up way, but just, you know, just like, oh, it's just another person with closed-minded views, and that's not anything to do with me, um, it's, it's just them. So, that's why I really 
did see it as more of like, oh, well, the relationship that we're developing is between us and not his parents, so it shouldn't matter. Like, that was my point of view, which is, uh, when I I think of it now, I'm kind of like, girl, (laughs) it it matters. It matters. It really depends on the person. It really depends. Because if the person is someone who's really amazing and they're going to stick up for you, then like sure fuck it but at the same time it kind of does matter what relationship you have with their parents because that affects you know family dynamic when you're older and you have grandchildren and stuff like they're gonna have to see their grandparents and I mean they're gonna the grandparents are gonna have to love their their mixed children so it it does matter it does but that was just how I was feeling at the time that was my point of view Anyways, going back to the story, we ended up going on more and more dates because I was really feeling like, well, it's it's between us, like our relationship is between us and it doesn't matter with the parents. So we went on more and more dates. We began to really like each other and I started feeling a lot closer to him and a lot more comfortable and feeling like it could really go somewhere. My only thing, though, is I could tell that even though he was a really nice guy, my family didn't really like him for me, which at the time I didn't understand because I felt like he was finally someone who treated me really well. But that's what it was. Like he treated me very well. And that's literally all it was. Even though our connection was good in the sense where we got along really well, I wasn't as smitten as I thought. I think I was so excited about finally getting the proper treatment and I focused on how much sense it made rather than how the spark actually felt. It was the first time where I let the spark build up rather than just feel the spark right away. And that might sound silly to some of you, but I do feel like it's necessary to feel a spark right away. And you can still start off as friends first, but if you feel that spark right away, sometimes I feel like that's almost better because you just know type of thing, like a just knowing feeling. I think I've always dreamt of that, um, you know, uh, that, that feeling that you want with someone. I've always kind of imagined like just that, ooh, like we get each other, like, ooh, I know that this could be something like right away. I think I've always dreamt of that right away spark. But he just wasn't really one of those people that I got it from the very beginning. I feel like we had to build up to that for me to understand it. But anyways, eventually he met my family and they did like him. Like I said, they just didn't like him for me. They thought he wasn't really for me and that I could do better. I also ended up meeting his brother, which I had met his brother for the first time um, when I met him too. Like his brother was in that group hangout too. Um, But... I was kind of, it felt like I was meeting his brother all over again, you know, because we had those series of dates and obviously on those series of dates, like I'm not going out with his brother too. So when we had finally had um, like a group date again, after our little series of dates, it felt like I was meeting his brother all over again or whatever. I also met the brother's new girlfriend who they started dating around the same time him and I had started talking. So it's almost as if we were like dating twins. 
Like, when I met the brother's girlfriend, I mean, she was super nice, and she still is. But one thing that bothered me to myself is that she immediately got along super well with his family. And it made me more intimidated and overthink whether or not they would like me just as much. And I had my obvious reasons to overthink that, especially, like, hearing, you know, like I said, um, what, what the mom had asked him. So, um, it was definitely intimidating for sure because I was like well damn I hope that I get along with them as much as she's getting along with them because she's over there all the time like why am I not over there so I was kind of in my head I was like well we're still in the talking stage like we didn't make things official and they did like they made it official before us so whatever I was trying to do so around 4th of July um him and I actually did make it official I had went to like a family party that he was having or whatever and he didn't make it official just because he wanted to like honestly what made him do that was the push of the brother's girlfriend because at that family party I was at you know her and I were talking the whole time we were having girl talk and stuff like that we hung out so I felt comfortable enough to have girl talk with her and I was telling her how excited I was about him and how I wanted to become official and literally 10 minutes after that conversation he decided to ask me out and make it official and even though like it was a cute thing like I was kind of annoyed because I knew that he did it just because she mentioned it and I wanted him to just do it on his own rather than someone giving him the push to do it I wanted him to just want to do it I wanted him to just want me and I just said yes to him, and I was excited because I really did like him, but about 20 minutes or 30 minutes after that, I was immediately starting to regret it because he was getting really drunk. Like, the type of drunk he was getting was really just sloppy, and he wanted to, like, try and drive home. Like, it, it was just a lot, and he was also getting overly anxious. It just seems like he couldn't take care of himself properly or find a proper way to handle himself and handle his own alcohol intake and I didn't like that because it showed a sense of codependency not on alcohol but I felt like I'd have to keep an eye on him every time he drank like I just didn't trust the way he was handling anything while he was drinking like that at a party it was ridiculous now I don't think he's an alcoholic but I do think he can be really immature and irresponsible and I was worried that I would have to be the one to tell him what to do all the time and I decided I felt that way literally 20 to 30 minutes after that but I had already just said yes to being with him so I kind of didn't know how to feel and I was still processing it and I tried to see it in a way of like, well, you when you commit to someone, you're committing to all of them and choosing to love all of their flaws and learning to grow with them. So I wanted to see it as a growing experience. And I was still open minded and thought to myself, well, maybe it's just this night, like maybe I shouldn't judge him so soon. And I should have stuck with that gut feeling right then and there. But I, I didn't, you know. And so I was, I guess, just kind of hoping for the best, like, I guess I was hoping he would change or hoping that that was just one part of him that I saw and that it wasn't the whole part of him and I was wrong but a few days later after we made it official he actually had invited me to go to a country concert and if you know me you know I fucking hate country like I actually hate country so much 
Like, there's some of it that I don't mind. Like, I do love the old Taylor Swift, and there's, like, folk country music that I like because it almost sounds like indie alternative. I like that type. But country music where it's corny and annoying and sounds repetitive and is about tractors and blue jeans. Like, I, I fucking hate that shit. I hate it. I really do. Um, anyways, we had to stop off at his house because I was gonna leave my car there and then we were gonna take his car to go to this fucking country concert. So while we were preparing to leave, he told me, wait one second, I'll be right back. And I knew that he was gonna try and get his parents to come outside and say hi to me. But like, then, you know, after I was waiting, he eventually came back and he acted like he never said anything. Like, he just was like, quiet and just like continued doing whatever he was doing like he he just said wait one second and just pretended like he never said that (laughs) like he just kept moving stuff around and getting the car ready for the concert and around the same moment my stomach was actually bothering me a lot and I really needed to use the bathroom and I told him that my stomach was bothering me and he was like why don't you go inside and use the bathroom? And I said, like, I don't know. I feel weird doing that because I haven't properly met your parents. Like, I would feel weird going in there just to use the bathroom. And so he insisted that I just go in and use the bathroom anyway. So he led me into his house and he didn't introduce me to his parents. His parents literally watched me walk inside the house. They didn't get up to say hi. And they didn't even hug me or anything like they didn't shake my hand they didn't even look up at me like they just stayed where they were they didn't say anything at first and now I'm a very respect respectable person and a respectful person so I still greeted them and I said hi like like I was like hi I'm Rihanna nice to meet you they said hi back but they still didn't even look up at me. Like, they just stayed where they were sitting. They were just lying down. They didn't look up at me once. They basically treated me like I was shit, like I was nobody, like I was just, like, nothing. And I felt extremely uncomfortable. I still used the bathroom because I had to, and after that, um, I came back out, and I said, thank you so much for letting me use your bathroom. Have a good day. And all they said was bye. Like, it wasn't even both of them that said bye. It was just the dad. And the guy who I was dating, he actually told me that his dad is the more open-minded one, apparently. But, like, even though he's the more open-minded one, he kind of just tends to follow whatever the mom does, is what he told me. So, when I got back into the car, I felt very uncomfortable and weird and upset, and I didn't know how to process it. I was trying to, like sit with my emotions and process everything that just happened and I mean like I've never faced discrimination like that firsthand where it was in a way where someone just didn't even want to acknowledge my presence just because I was black like that's just what it was I just felt that exact energy and I was just like wow like nobody's ever just completely not acknowledge me or wanted to shake my hand just because their son is dating someone who's black like it it was the rudest thing that I had ever experienced 
and when we were in the car like he was mad he was mad in the car and he started talking more and more about how much he hated that interaction and then he started talking about how their interaction was with the brother's girlfriend who was white (laughs) um and he was saying like their reaction with her was so much more different like he was saying they hugged her and greeted her properly and they were super nice to her and when he told me that it started to make me feel 10 times more upset like I was literally I just started crying I was crying on the way to that fucking country concert I was starting to debate whether or not I wanted him to take me home or not and I just I didn't know how to feel Like, do I, you know, like, do I go home or do I go to this fucking country concert? I mean, of all places to go to after that, too, right? Like, I didn't know what to do. And I was too embarrassed to go home and explain what just happened. Like, I just needed to be away from everything. But I didn't know how to do that because I was processing my feelings for him and what I just went through all at once while I was crying. Like, he didn't know what to do either like he had no clue what to do and he tried to comfort me as if it was a normal situation by cracking jokes and it was just so fucking wrong like he treated it like it like it was so normal like as if I got upset over something small and he barely apologized for what just happened and didn't ask me too much about how I was feeling he just sat there and let me cry and I asked him to pull over and he pulled over and placed his hand in my thigh to try and comfort me and then asked if I was ready to continue driving he had no idea how to comfort me in that scenario and it made me feel even more confused because like I said I was still processing everything I had no idea what I was feeling I had no clue So when we were pulling into the country concert, I felt deeply uncomfortable seeing all of the Trump flags everywhere. And I'm not saying that if you like Trump, you're racist, but like you do the math. Most of them kind of come on. (laughs) I'm not saying all of them, but there's a lot of something. Um, But that's just my opinion. That's my opinion personally. Um, Obviously, I felt uncomfortable. But anyways, we went to meet up with his friends and his brother and like the brother's girlfriend and his cousin like at this little tailgate. But I still wasn't okay. Like for the first 20 minutes, I just was not okay at all. I told him I needed to go to the bathroom, but really it was an excuse to get him alone so that we could talk about that longer because he didn't even initiate conversation on that topic in the proper way and I needed to get things off my chest and tell him what I needed from him as a partner so we went to the bathroom and I told him that I needed him to understand me properly and why that affected me the way that it did I also asked him if he even told his parents if we were together or not and I asked him why it it took so long for me to meet them and why he didn't introduce me to them. I asked him all those things. So he told me he didn't introduce me to them because he was scared they wouldn't like me because I'm black. And he told me he knows that I'm a likable person, but he also knows how they are when it comes to him dating out of his race. Now, I didn't know how to feel at all. And that might sound crazy because you guys are probably listening to this like, girl, what the fuck? You know, you guys are probably like, why the fuck? Like, why did you go through all, you know, I I get it. But when you have feelings in the moment, 
you can easily let that overtake you sometimes and your thoughts become really fucking irrational out of pure, I guess, fear of like, I don't know, this is going to end up and like, what if I never find love and blah, 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 blah. And you just cling on to fucking whatever, you know, sometimes you just get really stupid and in your head and irrational and you know, I was also holding on to the feeling of, like, what he was giving me before that, so it was really confusing. So, um, we ended up coming to some sort of agreement where he would stand his ground and stick up for me if he really wanted this relationship to work, and he promised me that he would, so I left it up to him to take action, And so we enjoyed the rest of the concert, but I still had the entire interaction left in the back of my mind. So when I went home that night, I ended up immediately telling my parents and I thought I wouldn't tell them, but I really needed to because I felt so hurt and so confused on what to do. And I needed a genuine, honest opinion. And I never go to my parents for things. And that's how I knew that it was something that was really bothering me and eating me alive. And so like my mom, she's black. And then my dad, he's mixed with like Indian, German, Venezuelan, like all this shit. Um, Basically, I'm mixed and they're in an interracial marriage. So, you know, it was easy for me to ask them because they're, like I said, they're interracial. They're an interracial couple. And what my dad told me was like, oh, focus on the relationship rather than what the parents think. Meanwhile, my mom told me to really think on what I deserve and if that's something that I really want. So I was really torn on what to do, uh, which you would think it would be an easy thing. Like I said, you would think it would be an easy choice, but it wasn't an easy choice for me at the time because I was starting to feel really good. Like I was starting to feel like, oh, wow, like he's someone that's like gonna be a really healthy partner and this that and so when that happened it was really confusing for me and I didn't know what to do because he treated me well but as soon as that happened that's why I was so confused on what to do because that interaction wasn't worth me continuing but I loved the way I would feel after we spent time together so that's why it was just like what the what the fuck what the fuck is this like why why did that have to happen? Why do his parents have to have that point of view? Why do I have to put up with this? Like, this isn't even anything that's my problem. This is theirs, you know? So a few days later, we actually ended up getting into a really big argument because he told his parents that we were together, but didn't actually stick up for me. Like instead, he ended up turning on me saying that his parents weren't racist (laughs) And that I'm the one calling them racist and that I was starting things. Meanwhile, he was originally on my side telling me that their interaction was racist and wrong of them. Like he was the one who was like on my side at first. He was originally the one telling me that it was wrong that they didn't give me the same interaction that they did when they met the brother's girlfriend for the first time. I remember I literally, I mean, he told me and I quote, he said, My parents said they would be okay with it if we were friends, but not okay with it if we were dating. So when he said that, I told him, you realize that's racist, right? And he was like to me, no, that's not racist. And he was saying that it's just their opinion. 
and that it's not racist. That's what he said. And that's when we started arguing and I ended up hanging up on him. And we called a few hours later and he tried to gaslight me, telling me how wrong I was and how unreasonable I was being and how rude I was being towards him for hanging up on him and yelling and being upset. Meanwhile, I was the one who was fully discriminated against by his parents. And I was the one who had to carry the pain of parents simply not wanting to shake my hand because I was black. And it took me a day to process that conversation because we didn't break up just yet. The next day we had another phone call and it was clear that our conversation was leading towards a breakup. And I let it there even faster. Like, you know, when you intentionally lead it towards a bad spot because you're just like, whatever, fuck this. So I led it towards the breakup um, by asking him, well, what do you want to do about this? Because it seems like this isn't going to work. And so we both agreed to break up. And this was over a phone call. He said that he wanted to properly break up with me in person because he's not used to doing anything over the phone like that. So we actually did meet up a few days later. And I actually didn't cry once during this breakup. And it was because I felt a huge relief and realized that I should have broken up with him the minute that interaction even happened because it shouldn't have happened and he should have prepared his parents for meeting me and he should have had more respect for me and they shouldn't have they should have had more respect for me too and that should have never happened to me so when we met up in person to properly break up I didn't hug him once I let him come into my car and we sat down and we talked and he tried to hug me but I just didn't let him hug me. I told him I didn't feel comfortable with us doing any of that. Um, I stayed to myself and he just kept trying to move closer. Like I, in that scenario, like I was just like, what the fuck? With that kind of stuff, I always stay to myself. So when he was trying to like move closer, I was just like, this is so ridiculous of you. Like you're treating this as if it wasn't even a breakup. Like as if we're just good old friends after after you just like sat back and and fucking let your parents discriminate me like what like he just treated it as if it was any normal fucking day it was weird he just like purely could not understand my perspective at all because he's never been in my shoes and I quickly humbled him and put him in his place by telling him my full point of view um, I even got emotional at some points describing how no matter how long it's been and, and all that, like no matter how many years have gone by, like I still have to go through this shit after all of the walkouts and sit-ins and protests and, and speeches that still remain unheard by many, like I, we all have to go through that. Like, by we, like, black people, minorities, like, we all still have to go through all of this shit still. And, you know, when I said all of that, I actually noticed that he was getting a bit emotional. But not once that he let a tear out. But I could see that he wanted to. You know, when you can just sense emotion in someone's face where you can tell they feel really stupid. And that made me feel great because I was like, yeah, you should feel stupid, you know, like, and I was just preaching my shit. Um, 
I also made sure to include in my speech, I, I said specifically this, I said, good luck to the next black woman you decide to date, if you even do decide to date someone black. However, knowing you and how much you search for your parents' approval, you will probably end up with a white woman, and that's just true. That's what I said. It, that is fully in quotes. That's what I said in person to him, and it, it felt really good to say that. Um, he tried to apologize to me by saying he was sorry if he broke me, and I told him, you never broke me. You made me stronger and made me realize who I am as a person versus who you are as a person. And that taught me a lot and added to my strength and my growth overall. And I couldn't thank you enough for teaching me what I don't need in a person. And yeah, that's exactly what I said, like word for word. And he just took it and respected it and listened and we ended our conversation really well. I actually closed out our conversation with an actual meditation session, which is probably uncommon to do. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I literally brought my singing bowl with me and everything. And we literally sat in the car together and meditated. I wanted to properly close out that chapter of my life because it deeply hurt a part of me that I was already struggling when it came to trust and when I let it go, I felt 10 times better. And yeah, the funny thing is immediately after that meditation with him, a dragonfly flew by. And the spiritual meaning of a dragonfly is transformation, change, and growth. And that was just pure confirmation for me. When we were saying bye, he tried telling me that we should still get together and grab lunch here and there. And I politely declined. I told him I would not feel comfortable doing that. But it's all right that we remain on social media, you know, like that we follow each other. Like, that's OK. Um, and when he asked me that, like, I just knew, like, for you to be asking me for lunch still, like, that just means that you know that you're missing out on someone as special as me. And that made me feel even better about how the conversation went, you know. But um Overall, I really do feel like that conversation did go well and that he did get a lot out of it, even though I didn't maybe explain too much of his interactions from it and his reactions. But like, I know what it was like in that experience. And he I could tell he got a lot out of it and learned a lot and probably grew a little bit, maybe, you know, not entirely because I don't know where he's at now. I don't really give a fuck, but I um, hope he's doing well. <laughs> I hope he's learning more. I hope he's being humbled by somebody. It's, it's not my job anymore, not my problem anymore. But um, I do feel like all of that went well and I was glad to go through it. Also, the weird thing is a few hours later after we had that proper breakup in person, he actually had screenshotted one of my stories and it was just weird as fuck. And it, the story that he screenshotted, like the picture of me was literally like a thirst trap and I'm just like um don't you know that you can get a notification from screenshotting like do you not know this whatever I didn't say anything after that I didn't reach out or anything but I just I think that's weird and I felt like I needed to include this in here as a detail and then the day after he actually sent me um a meme on Instagram DM I never responded about the screenshot like I said and 
I only sent a like on the Instagram DM. I never commented back because it was just weird. Like I just, you know, liked it. Um, and then I actually noticed a few days later, again, he randomly unadded me from Snapchat and I didn't really care. I didn't, I didn't really give a fuck. I actually moved on pretty fast. <laughs> I think I went on a date within like the next week. <laughs> I just did not care. I didn't care at all. But, um, anyways, yeah, that is the full story on how I was fully discriminated against and how someone's parents didn't want to shake my hand uh, purely because I was black. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, thank you so much for listening to my story. I know it's a really long story, 51 minutes right now. I'm, I'm looking at like the timer on the recording, but um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. It's a very not easy topic to discuss. It's a very sensitive topic. So, you know, if you got through the entire thing and listened to it in depth, I really, really appreciate that of you. And share your thoughts on this. Uh, don't be shy to share your experiences too. If you've ever um, been in a situation where you've been discriminated against, um, share it with me and I would love to get your story out here. So yeah, thank you very much. Also, I'm so sorry if you guys hear like honking or yelling in the background. I'm in a parking lot recording this, so <laughs> it is what it is. But um, anyways, thank you so much again for listening and letting me share my story. I always appreciate you guys. But anyways, it is time to clear up all of this negative energy with our usual sound healing. So sit back, lie down, relax, shut your eyes, take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth. And I'm going to play. guys thank you so very much for listening again i will say it over and over thank you thank you thank you so much for listening and um like i said if you have anything that you want to share in regards to this topic i would love to hear it and share it and give my opinions and my feedback on it so don't be shy reach out um but yeah i hope you guys have a really amazing lovely week and i will see you guys all next week goodbye